for a relationship to work, you both have to be in a good headspace. And for you both to be in a good headspace, you can't definitely and completely depend on each other. Chen says, hello, SOS fam. Tanong ko lang. How do you deal with emotional distress or breakdown as a couple, given that both of you are actually going through it at the same time? For instance, the couples are both working in a hospital or healthcare workers, and we all know lately that uh, because of the pandemic, the workload becomes more heavier um, and the pressure is also too much. So these couples, when they arrived at home, they are exhausted, frustrated, and burnt out. So normally one of them would seek comfort in the other ranting or crying. Now, what if your partner is going through it as well? What would be the best or better way to handle these raging emotions to avoid misunderstandings and fights along the way? I hope you could share some of your thoughts and insights about this. P.S. Napansin ko lang kasi ang dami tayong couples na parehong nurses, doctors, or other allied healthcare workers. Very interesting. Mm. Um, That's a really good question. Uh, let's read out some of the comments before we, we get on into what me and Joyce uh, think about the situation. Um, so let's hear, let's go from Karina. Karina goes, uh, I am single, but sometimes I can't avoid to unload my worries and emotions on my family. They listen to my stories and sometimes they pray for me and patience, but sometimes I feel like paulit-ulit na lang. I don't want to depend on them too much. What I do is I write in my journal now. I just have at least two hours of me time every day, watching a movie, journaling, exercising, listening to a podcast, reading, and it seems to be working. So again, for Karina... Uh, journaling seems to be working. For Aika, she says that she, uh, they can take turns in sharing their emotions. That way, they can both unload their stress and at the same time, both of their, uh, they're both the support to each other. Uh, Catherine says, I can't imagine the motion, emotional and uh, the mental and emotional stress that you have to deal with. Maybe you should communicate about the situation like one-on-one talk about it, a rule that may be 15 minutes a day that they'll be able to talk. And lastly, coming mm-hmm. from Kim... She goes, I'm kind of like this with my mom, although she and my dad, I have my sisters and our friends. Also, uh, it's a lot easier to talk about work with someone who knows what it's truly like. Sometimes it can get tiring, though, because parang nadodoblehan yung iniisip because I'm carrying the weight of two when we talk. So we started to kind of set boundaries. Joyce, as somebody and the only person here that is in a relationship, uh, how is okay it? Lang yan, how, how, is, how, how is it like for you? Um, the thing is, we're very blessed because my husband and I, first and foremost, both believe and love God, and so although we like to run to each other for help and for processing things, the first thing that we really do is we unload everything to God. Like we okay. have prayer you know we pray to god we read our bible we have our group in church we have like a separate group like he has his group of men who are also married and are also christians and so parang meron siyang older men who are actually mentors to him nice. so whenever we have problems whenever he's going through something uh he goes and prays to god and ha- and seeks counsel from those people and it's the same way with me and one of the things that we learned from premarital counseling is that you can 
never expect your partner to make you happy. I think that's the number one pitfall of any relationship because at the end of the day, nobody could make you happy. As in, that's, that's something that really happens as a byproduct of a healthy and joyful life. And for us, we found that in Christ and in our church community and then also the journaling and things like that. The second one for, for us is we take turns. So I like what they were saying, Kanina, and you kind of like have a talking stick, you yeah. know? <laughs> Okay, within within the day, I have 15 minutes to, to lay off steam and tell you what's going on. And then my partner does the same thing. And sometimes that's all you could really do for anybody, right? That's really just, that's it. There are so many things that they have to deal with on their own. But it's nice to know that you have someone that's always rooting for you. They can't necessarily fix things for you, but they'll always be there to root for you and to support you in whatever way that they can. But for you, Bart, since you were saying, Anna, you know, these are always the kind of tips that we would hear. It's journaling, it's uh, taking time to listen to each other. What are the things that you see from an outsider's perspective as a single man? (laughs) You see how I slipped that in there? Yeah, I did. It was great. (laughs) Very smooth. Um, What are the outsider, uh, I guess, tips and perspective that you see that could really help couples, and not even just couples who are struggling in the same industry, but struggling in the same situation yes. that everyone's in. If you're married, if you have a partner that you that you are with and you're both struggling, how do you deal with that? Well, okay, I, I have some, some ideas here. Um, but the one thing immediately that came to my mind when I was thinking about the whole situation was the first thing that both of you need to do is you need to realize that it's not a competition. I know that there are sometimes when people like try to unload something and some like like if I'm if I'm feeling bad and I try to unload and the person's like I can't deal with that right now because my stuff is heavier and I'm going through this and that and that it's not a competition. If you guys are going through something, you're going through it. It doesn't matter whose is heavier, it doesn't matter whose was longer. If you're going through it, you're going through it. Now, when I say it's not a competition, what I'm trying to say is One person's problem is not heavier than the other. Everyone has an equal amount of of duty to try and listen and try and make sure that they help that other person. Second of all, uh, it's funny because I learned this from... A lot of the things that I learn are from sitcoms. I don't know why. I I just watch way too much TV. Um, I learned this one from Parks and Recreations, one of my favorite TV shows, um, where there was a couple... And one of the, the, the girl was, was so angry because every time that she wanted to vent what her husband would do or what her, 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 her partner would do was he would always try to fix it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, especially in, in these day and age, you can't fix a lot of the things that you're going through. So that's why it can't, the, the rule, the, the, the moral of the story was sometimes all you need to do is just listen, look the person in the eye and say, that sucks. Yep. Right? I mean, it's just that you are able to let it go and that person wholeheartedly just says, I'm sorry you're going through that. That sucks. Yeah, you know, and and this is 
Actually, this is one of the things that I learned even in the Christian community. Because, of when you're Christian, you always want to say, hey, God is here. God is in control, you know. You find your ultimate happiness, your joy, and your comfort in Jesus. And I thoroughly believe in that. But one of my favorite pastors, I think it was Ravi, uh, one of my favorite evangelists, Ravi Zacharias, who recently passed away. He said that sometimes the best thing that you can do to love others is to just listen to yeah. them and not even say anything. Because even if what you're saying is true and profound, people don't want to hear you say anything sometimes. They just want to be listened to. Yes. Right? And that's why when you, the the quote-unquote that sucks is kind of like a red receipt. Like, I listened to what you said. I Mm -hmm. know I heard your pain. I understand what you're going through. And that sucks. And, and, And sometimes that alone is just the biggest weight off of your shoulders for somebody that is talking when you hear that the 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 reception of what you were saying uh the second the my third one is some and, and i think joyce you you would have a really interesting input on this one because there are some days when you are stronger and there are some days that your partner is stronger mm-hmm. and yeah. and and for you you, you, when you realize that that how strong Wancho is, that made your relationship with him so much stronger because you mm-hmm. knew that there were days that he was stronger and then there are days that you're stronger and you knew that, okay, these are the days that I can lean on him and these are the days that I need to be able to be there for him to lean on me. That's right. Um, so, so, for example, recently, uh, Wancha had an incredibly long day just working and setting up things and moving things around the house and fixing a lot of things. And at the end of the day, I knew he wanted to fight. And he was just, it was just oh, one, it, it was just one of those like I he he comes up to me I was in in the room where my office is and he goes like you know I feel like we're so distant from each other and like there's just there's just a distance that I could feel it's almost tangible and I knew in my head this guy's just tired yeah and and here's and here's what I'm trying to get that Sometimes, as Aaron mentioned, you're stronger than your partner and you have to be the one to temper the waters. You have to be the one to really see and and kind of stir the conversation elsewhere. Call your partner for what he's actually feeling instead of what he thinks he's feeling. And so instead of being pissed off at Wancho that he wanted to fight, that he was talking about this distance that I didn't think existed between the two of us. Because I asked him, what's your problem with me? He said, I don't have a problem with you. So I don't have a problem with you. You don't have a problem with me. Where what's does the distance? <laughs> what's the problem? I was asking him, like, what's the problem? And then I tried to make him realize that love, you know, this kind of thing just happens. When you feel distant with me, it's probably because you're exhausted, right? And I'm the closest person in your circle. And so when you feel exhausted and tired of life in general, your brain thinks automatically that the problem is with me because yes. I'm the closest confidant and I'm, I'm the closest closest person in your circle so as partners as people who are in relationships right now even if it's as an ate right or as a kuya as a as a son with with your family 
you just have to kind of temper the waters sometimes and make your family and your loved ones realize that, hey, it's not me that you have a problem with. It's the world that there's a problem with. And so we're batting on the same team. Sometimes I think the problem in relationships is you think that he's right and you're wrong or you're right and he's wrong. But in in reality, you're both batting for the same team. Yes. It's not the me versus you thing. Again, it's not a competition. It really, yeah. it, a, a relationship is not a competition. That's, that's the way that it is. Uh, and lastly, my last thing, um, this one, I'm still kind of, I'm still working on the concept. Okay. Okay. okay I, we'll hash it out. I, I saved it last because I knew that this one was, it was going to be like, uh, I don't know. Okay. So I, I think that especially for people that are, are coming home from work and especially nowadays, and they're bringing a lot of stuff. Think of it like you just got home from the grocery. Okay? Mm -hmm. If you get home from the grocery and you don't need help, you have all the bags and you can carry all the bags yourself and you can bring it in, do that. Because instead of making somebody else try and carry something that you can do on your own first, then do it. Carry what you can. But when you can't anymore, don't be afraid to ask for help. And uh sobrang totoo sobrang totoo Right? Like what, like what I was saying kanina, one of the, the, the main problems, one of the main problems that couples would always have, you expect your partner to carry your load for you. Mm. And to a certain extent, yes, your partner can do that. But for the both of you to maximize happiness in your relationship, you have to be happy on your own as an individual. You have to be strong and carry your own burdens as an individual so that when you step into the relationship, you're both healthy and strong strong right parts and 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 that's what what Aaron is trying to say here that if there are certain things in your life that you're struggling with but you know you could actually try to fix and take care, take care of on your own go ahead and do that because one not only will it alleviate your partner from experiencing i guess tiredness from also carrying your burden it's too, you're also growing as a person. You, you're, you're kind of strengthening your character. You're learning to be you. And, and, and here's one of the bonus things that, that I love about learning to take care of yourself, even when you're in a relationship. You actually become better and better for yourself and for your partner. And that's amazing, right? Yes. You're not just growing because with this person, eh. and 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 the good thing is you don't lose your individuality. Like nandun pa rin yung individuality mo. It's still you that's taking care of things and making sure that you're okay. That uh, that adds to your growth as a person. I agree. And when you get past, like for instance, you know, with the whole with the whole grocery, you know, analogy. If, you know, if you, can, if you can carry enough, you know, you're doing your part and you don't need to put on extra, uh, you know, anxiety and extra frustration and all of that on your partner. So in return, when your partner does that for themselves, you know, you guys are carrying first your own personal load and you're not, it's not like what, what we were reading one of the comments a while ago where it feels like they're carrying the weight of two different people you don't want that in a relationship what you want yeah. is that you're carrying your weight 
and you're helping with the excess weight of someone else. So in essence, you're not, one person isn't carrying two. It's two people that are carrying three. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. It's it's pulling your own weight and then some. And then some, not carrying I, I, the I other person. I think it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's so true, and and that helps also with your your partner, right? Because that person has to be strong on your own. But no, walaka de naman siya. So you also have to help that person grow and become their best self, not only for your relationship but also for their individual happiness, strength. Also, okay, so. I have a question about parts. We've talked extensively about what you're supposed to do as an individual to be strong for your partner, to be a better partner, to kind of just grow, right? Mm-hmm. While we're in this whole situation. But what are you supposed to do when you are already in a relationship with someone who's struggling, who doesn't know how to do what we're saying? Like, how can you help them be strong and grow into someone that could also be individually strong for your relationship? Wow, that is a very difficult question because that <laughs> that is, those are walls. Those are walls yeah. that have been put up years on end and they are so comfortable with this defense mechanism that I am not going to change anything. I am fine. Yeah. But at the same time, um, again, you if they are not willing to, to listen in a conversation and, you know, I, I mean, a good, good example would be you and Wancho. I mean, you have grown so much since you guys started dating and you've brought it, brought down your walls. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure he did as well. So I'm not the person that should be answering that question because I don't have anyone to bring down any walls with. I don't have any experience on that. How do you do it? How did you, first of all, how did you disarm yourself? <laughs> Good way to pass the difficult question, Aaron. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so I-, I wanted to go into this because we've talked about the technical things that you have to do for growth and for strengthening as an individual and as a couple, right? We, we talked about that in the past 20 minutes. Now I want to move on into the other, I guess, metaphysical parts of being in a relationship which is if you want to be in a relationship no matter what the struggle is and no matter how deep the problems may be you always have to remember that love by definition is sacrifice it's thinking about the other person sometimes more than yourself and we're not saying foregoing taking care of yourself foregoing strengthening yourself it, it actually encourages that. The reason why you have to be happy on your own, the reason why you have to be strong on your own, and the reason why you have to encourage your partner to do the same for themselves is so that you can be very two very strong people in one relationship, able to love and sacrifice for one another. And I think that's one very simple slash complex profound thing to remember when you're in a relationship during this difficult time, when when people are struggling individually, you have to remember that love really is all about sacrifice and making sure that your partner's needs are being met. And when you are in a relationship with someone who's not as strong as you, if you promise that person that you will love them, that also means that you will love them at their lowest and at their most annoying, at their most um, struggling uh, season, you know, and and not just be like, 
you have to carry your like hindi pa din ganun eh uh, na parang you carry your weight you you do what you have to i'm just going to wait for you to to man up or to be strong cuz my husband didn't do that for me you know when when i was going through a lot of things when i was going through a lot of problems what wancho did was he loved me so much that i kind of just felt like okay i need to do the same for this person how do i do that and then i figure it out on my own but it always started with love and good intentions so so i think what i'm trying to also get at is you have to expect and kind of give your partner always the benefit of the doubt. That even if they're struggling and even if they're not in the best of places, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt that they want to be in the best place for you. And so your role as a partner is to kind of like figure out a way, how do I kind of traverse you yeah. and, and, and bring you to that path of being better, not just for a relationship, but also for yourself. That's that's ultimately it. Um, tough love is still love. So, yes. for instance, if your if your partner has doesn't want to listen to you know listen to you when you vent or you have to or your your partner vents all the time and when you try to vent they do the no my problems are more important than yours you know. Tough love is still love because you're trying to make the person better. And if the way that you're doing it is by telling them, you know, I, I don't like this thing about you that you do. Or I don't, yes. I don't want you to be this way because this is not the way that you should love me. Like, the, you know, the mm. tough love is still love. And I remember, I remember a relationship that I had before where uh, I had, I had to be tough because... If I wasn't, I was just going to be stepped all over on, on and, and, you know, this is be taken advantage of. And that's where the whole martyr, uh, you know, idea comes into. Tough love is tough to do, but tough love mm. needs to be done. Yeah, that's what, and, you know, sometimes it's really calling out people also. And some, and calling out now has a bad rep because of social yeah, media. Yeah. Right? Like it, it's always a mean way to call out people. But in reality, calling out people is just kind of telling them what's actually happening and why it's bad and toxic for this relationship. Um, so for example, with, with me and Wancho, one of the things that we had to go through was, um, I he listens to me a lot, right? Like my husband listens to me a lot, but I don't talk a lot, so I don't talk a, a, a lot about my feelings. I mean, oh, okay, I, yeah. I don't like hashing no, it out. No, she never. Does. I'm not the type of person. No. I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I feel down. So yeah, I'm not the type of person to go into detail. I I hate talking about myself, but Wancho is a type of person that likes to explain express everything <laughs> he wants to talk about what he's going through and how he deals with it and why he was triggered oh, and why man. and how we move forward he's that type of person oh man so i, I can imagine your reaction like when this was start first going on I, I can just imagine in my head. Uh, exactly. My face was always, oh, you're still talking. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my number one face. Like, it's been 15 minutes. 15 minutes pa lang, ha? You're still talking. Oh, 30 minutes na, Ben. Nagsasalita ka pa rin about your feelings and what you're going through. And Wancho had to call me out 
and tell me that love, this is the way that I want to be loved. I want to be heard. Just allow me to, to, to express these things that I'm going through, but don't worry. I'm not expecting you to fix it for me. I'll go and try and do that for myself. I just want you to know what I'm going through so that you know that I'm, I'm not okay. I'm in this place, but I'm trying to be better by God's grace with help from my friends and on my own. And then when I can't do it anymore, please know that I'll always, you'll always be the first person that I'm going to call and tell. Quote unquote, that sucks. That's yes. what he wanted. That's, That's really just what, what he, he wanted. wanted. Yeah. Exactly. That's just what he wanted. So sometimes you just have to call that out. You just have to make sacrifices and listen to your partner. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess to kind of put it in a nutshell parts, mm-hmm. right? Our in a nutshell is for a relationship to work, you both have to be in a good headspace. And for you both to be in a good headspace, you can't definitely and completely depend on each other. Yes. You could grow together. You could be side by side in this journey in life. But if the other person is has to pull you up or your partner has to pull you up or you have to pull up your partner, that might be a struggle. It could last for, for a little bit if it's just a season. But if it goes on like that, you both are going to get tired. So you have to just kind of find out and look for ways that work for you where you could grow and, and be better together. Um. I like the analogy that you used there with the, you know, are you pulling pulling your partner up? Sometimes mm-hmm. we might be in situations where we don't know if you are pulling your your partner up or is your partner pulling you down. Mm. So that's where the communication lies. And that's where it's very, very important. And that's why we were trying to come up with different ways that you guys know that you're both pulling each other up. Um, it's very easy to misconstrue one for the other. So you have to do a little bit of uh, internalization and communication with your partner to be able to really come to an agreement that, okay, we need to pull each other up, especially in these times where it's getting very difficult. When mm-hmm. I unload on you, I'm not trying to pull you down. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get you to pull me up. That yeah. is, It needs to have a positive... And it's not a toxic positivity mode. It's we, you need to have a positive outlook on it. It's like I'm un, I'm unloading so that we can move forward. Like we can mm. help each other up. Not I'm putting this all on you so that you're down and I'm fine. You know, like that. That's not yeah. the way that it's supposed to be. So if you guys, again, and we've said it numerous times on the show, communication on what you guys are trying to do is what's going mm. to make it reach that next level and and get you guys better so thank you to everyone who answered and commented in the question that came from chen in our sos podcast group we appreciate your insights and we hope that this episode helped you and your partner if you're both listening to it right (laughs) now kind of go through this new situation and new normal that we're going through together stronger yeah so if you guys have any questions as well please do send them in you can do a send a voice note on over to www.joyspring.com or through our anchor page. I believe we could do that there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, through our SOS uh, Shot of Sanity podcast uh, Facebook group and we, where we are nearing 700 p- 
people already inside and it, it is amazing great conversation please join in on over there this has been another great episode of uh, shot of sanity for adulting with joy spring over there and aaron and over here we out peace Follow. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam. Paalam.